Hello everyone, welcome back to the Uncanny Valley podcast on FBI Radio 94.5. I'm your host, Chewy Wang, uh, and in the spirit of the intro of the podcast, which every week it's uh, My Bloody Valentine's Only Shallow, we're going to have a shoegaze episode this week, I'm sure the first of many in the podcast history. But before I get to that, uh, if you're a first-time listener, the concept of the program is simple. Every week I pick out two experimental records of some kind, ones fresh from the past 12 months, ones maybe a classic record from a few years ago. I compare and contrast them, tell you about their artistic and musical context, and spin you a couple tracks from each record so you understand the music and where it came from. This week, like I said just then, we're going to look at the wild, noisy, a dreamy subgenre of alternative rock known as shoegaze. Shoegaze essentially emerged in the late 80s as a kind of less well-behaved cousin of dream pop, if you want to think about it that way. Uh, so take the reverby, chorusy, lush sounds of dream pop and lather them in fuzz distortion feedback. And basically you have shoegaze, just a noisier version of dream pop, although it has evolved somewhat in recent times. Uh, why is it called shoegaze? Uh, I think a lot of people are confused when they first hear about this genre. Um, it doesn't really sound like any of the other genre titles, right? It's not like goth rock or, or even dream pop. Yeah, that, that has a very clear kind of genre tag. Um, I think shoegaze, well, started originally as a kind of pejorative term that was directed against bands like My Bloody Valentine, who were very influential, um, because of their heavy use of guitar effects uh, and guitar pedals, especially. Obviously, because My Bloody Valentine is a very involved, very, you know, layered sound, they had to use all sorts of different effects and they would bring massive pedal boards to shows. So, you know, flanges, compressors, distortions, fuzzes, choruses, basically everything under the sun, right? Like anything you can think of, they probably had it and they were probably stacking it with everything else um and the reason they're called a shoegaze band is because they're so focused on effects they don't really have any stage presence right they're kind of just worried about turning on and off the fuzz at the right time so they were constantly gazing at their shoes and gazing at their pedal boards uh and i think you know, it started off as a kind of cruel joke, but now I feel like artists have definitely embraced that, the kind of irony of that genre title, and are running with it. And even to this day, there are still bands who proudly announce themselves as shoegaze bands, despite the kind of sarcastic, ironic origins of the genre title. One thing that's kind of fascinating to me is the fact that shoegaze has kind of faded into obscurity in the West in the sense that a lot of people who are making shoegaze music now are, are really just making noise pop. None of it is really crushing or like, you know, has that old drowned in fuzz type sound anymore. A lot of it is just a lot of reverb, you know, because of new genres like Chillwave, which are very much related to Dream Pop and, and, and Shoegaze in general. But one place where the genre hasn't died, surprisingly enough, is in Japan. And I guess it's not that surprising because Japan is, you know, such a big fan of noise music in general, but it's just surprising because you would associate Japan's pop scene, a lot of the pop scene with the idol scene, right? And the idol scene is very full of kind of twee, uh, you know, synthy acts that don't really even approach uh, the grounds of, you know, loud rock, punk, and, and shoegaze especially. But 
have a quick search on RateYourMusic.com and you'll find thousands of Japanese shoegaze releases which have barely any ratings and barely any plays that are basically unknown to the West. Uh, and I stumbled across one recently, came out a couple weeks ago. It's by this artist called Universal Nikoko, uh, who combines shoegaze and twee pop sounds into one heady mixture. Uh, the album is called If I Could Live Like You. I think that's a rough translation. I'm not I'm not very good at Japanese, unfortunately. Um, but it's, it's amazing because it reminds me a lot of of the old kind of My Bloody Valentine records, especially with the really ethereal female vocals. But this one has a bit more energy. It has a bit more bounce. It has that kind of cute, cutesy aesthetic that you typically associate with J-Idol records, but it's packaged in, in this wild, roaring noise sound. I'm going to play you a couple tracks now. The first one is called Virgin Suicide, and I'll follow that up with Timeless. Enjoy.
track finishing just under me is by Universal Nokoko out from Japan, otherwise known as Space Cat. Uh, that's off her 2019 record. Do go check that out if you can. There's something just so wonderful about shoegaze and comforting about shoegaze when I listen to it. I don't know what it is. I think it's probably like the, the warm blanket of fuzz. It just feels like a warm blanket. But also all the chord progressions are so... You just feel like deep sighs and the and the vocals feel like deep sighs and yeah i get like it's a bit melancholy like i get it um but you know everyone needs a good bit of good dose of melancholy sometimes you know to to i don't know whatever i'm gonna move on uh our classic release of the week comes from one of my favorite artists of all time that works kind of under this genre, um, but they also blend it with a lot of other cool genres. I'm talking about Sweet Trip from the United States. They're a kind of glitch pop duo, um, although they combine all sorts of different styles of music. So on some tracks, they sound very IDM, very Affix Twin. On other tracks, they sound like My Bloody Valentine, um, but they combine all of these elements usually into their songs, which makes them so thrilling because you're hearing really chaotic rhythmic uh, beats going left and right in your headphones, but also there's this overwhelming like wall of sound and also these wonderful hooks um, and vocals, uh, which I just find super saccharine sweet and addictive. And I think one thing about Sweet Trip as well that is so appealing to me is that they're wholly unique in the sense that no one before and no one after has really attempted or been successful at combining the styles of music that they so successfully combined. I just think there's something about the wall of noise and the CD-ROM kind of skipping type beats uh, that works super well. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to find any other bands or groups that have combined those two things in as satisfying of a way. I'm going to play you a couple of tracks now. This first one uh, comes from their 2009 record, You Will Never Know Why. It's the second track. It's called Air Supply. Enjoy.
finishing just below me is by Sweet Trip. It's off their 2009 record, You Will Never Know Why. Unfortunately, it's their last album. It's sort of their final release. I don't think they've officially split up as a group or as a duo, but they haven't really put out anything since this album. But, you know, there is a wealth of demos and materials for you to listen to and peruse on the internet, so do check that out. I'm going to play you another track now. It's called Pretending. Kara Kara Bonito fans out there, you're going to do a double take when you hear this because Pretending sounds a lot like some of the stuff that KKB is putting out on their latest record. Um, not saying anyone nabbed anyone else, but it's it's good to know that other people are so inspired by Sweet Trip as I am personally. He is pretending. Thanks so much for listening to Uncanny Valley this week on FBI Radio. I'm your host, Chewy Wang. If you like the podcast, please consider subscribing on whatever service you're listening to this on, be it Spotify or iTunes or, uh, or I don't know, where else you can get Pocket Cast maybe. Uh, and... The next episode's going to fly straight into your mailbox next Monday at 10 a.m., whatever the theme might be. How exciting. Anyway, here's Sweet Trip to finish off the show. <laughs>